Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark, presented by Sleeper Fantasy. We're your hosts, Grant Cohn, Jesse Naylor. Jesse, I'm going to stop smiling. It's not funny. Don't smile. This is a serious funny. time right now. Serious. The Niners lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> and we got... I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's kind of funny. Because, it, I'm sorry, I just it's kind of funny because it's like Kyle's story. This has all become about Kyle and his legacy and his pursuit of history and he just can't get it done we're trying to help him but that's not what we're here for today we're here to answer questions questions that he should be asking himself so maybe we are here to help him let's get right into it who will should whatever replace steve wilkes who got fired today man that happened fast 72 hours you're gone that did happen really really fast um Man, messed up. Clearly, wants uh, you want to be a DC this year. Sorry, there's no jobs available. But thanks for everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I, I mean, to me, I I think they should keep it in house because he clearly wants the defense ran a certain way. I know that a lot of people are gonna throw out guys like Pete Carroll and Belichick and um, who's who's the the Brian linebacker Brian Flores all those guys right and yeah. and they're all great but how many of them okay how many of the how many of those guys one would take the job because most of them want to be head coaches Flores let's let's look at him for a second super blitz heavy blitz is more than pretty much anybody is mm-hmm. that something that Kyle's going to be willing to live with I don't know about that so for me, keep this in house. Go with somebody that you know, somebody that knows the system, somebody who's young and energetic, somebody who is an ex player. It's Bullocks. That's the answer. He's in house. He's been here for seven years. You look at the safety position and how he's developed a lot of those guys. I think that that is the right answer. He's only 40. Go with him. Sorry, say again. Who's the right answer? Bullocks. Yeah. Well, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't know that he's the right answer, but I think he's going to be the guy. And here's my logic. He's the right answer for Kyle. (laughs) Well, because that's different than the right answer. Right. The right answer could be someone from outside, but I don't think Kyle can do that again because he just tried to bring in someone from the outside and it didn't work. It, It it was a failed experiment. So to try to go outside the organization again would be repeating a mistake, and it seems like the players in particular. Remember, like there's some really, really rich players on this team, on defense, that have a lot of save. Guys who make more money than Kyle. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Fred Warner, a lot of guys. And it seemed like, I mean, Fred Warner, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he didn't want Steve Wilkes. I don't know about that. But it seems pretty clear that these players want a certain style and a certain terminology and a certain scheme. And I think you got to go with, with Bullocks or else they'll complain. And I think Kyle is in a position where everyone knows he messed up. He has to like placate his players. It's like, okay, 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 look, 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 look. I blew it. Don't get mad at me though. I'll fire Steve Wilkes. I'll hire whoever you want. And we're good, right? We're good. You want Bullocks? I got you. I got Bullocks is great. I like Bullocks too. Let's do Bullocks. That's what kind of what it feels like to me. A concession from a coach who's not so strong right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. It, for me, for me, I would go Flores. I I like aggressive coaches, guys that are going to blitz a ton. We just saw it happen in the Super Bowl, and we saw what a defense in Minnesota that he was handling this year that blitzed heavy. 
they were pretty good without a lot of talent there. Imagine what he could do with all this talent, showing all the exotic blitzes, backing out of those blitzes. For me, that's what I would prefer to go with. But I think keeping it in-house, going with Daniel Bullock's. And I thought that Daniel Bullock should have been really one of the guys last year that they were considering. It never seemed to be the case. But again, he's been here for seven years. He was here through Sala. He was here through D'Amico Ryan, Steve Wilkes. Why not him? Yeah, and it, I, I just don't think, I think you have these players who are very confident in their view of football. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, this is how we play. This is what we've been doing. This is how, this is what works. They don't want to have some guy come in from the outside and be like, no, 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 that's how we're going to do it. This, uh, Fred, I'm overruling you. Nick, I'm overruling you. I know better. I mean, I know these guys. They're just not going to accept it. Listen to how they talk about football. They know. They're the coaches. So I think what they want is someone who they know, who they feel friendly with, who will, um, you know, praise them, empower them. Maybe that's what they need. I mean, how much is that not what D'Amico Ryans did? I'm sorry. They didn't do a whole I, lot dramatically. It seems like they were just on the same page. And I think they want their friend to be their coach. I think they well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I, but I think also being an ex player, that's built in cachet. I feel sure. like ex players always have built in cachet with, with yeah. current players. And it's just something into that. There's camaraderie. You also, you just know the locker room dynamics. You know your way around a locker room and how players want to be coached and meet, meeting them where they want to be met. So I don't think it's a bad hire by any means. Again, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I think for what Kyle is looking for and frankly what Kyle needs, I mean, that's probably the best fit. All right, moving on. Will Brock, these are tough questions that Kyle Shanahan needs to ask when he's standing in front of his uh, mirror late at night, mirror, mirror on the wall. Will Brock Purdy ever win a ring as a starter? Yeah. No. Oh. No. I don't think so. I wasn't expecting you to say that. No. Uh, Why? Well, be, well, a <laughs> couple of reasons. One, you look at the salary cap era. We've had 29 Super Bowls in the salary cap era. Every single one of those Super Bowls has been won by a quarterback that is either elite, getting paid a lot of money, or a non-elite quarterback who is getting paid peanuts, basically. Mm. Rock Purdy right now fits that description, for sure. We don't know if he'll be elite. My guess is he's not going to be elite, and that's why I'm saying no. But right now, he fits the description of very inexpensive quarterback, which means they had a chance, obviously, to win the Super Bowl this year, and they have a chance next year while he's inexpensive. I think with him not being elite, if they pay him, if he's a top 12, top 15 guy, those guys get paid, but those guys don't win rings while they're being paid. It's happened throughout the course of all of the salary cap era, from your Philip Rivers, to your Matt Ryans, to your Dak Prescotts, to your Kirk Cousins, your Kyler Murrays, whoever. Think of guys that are borderline top 10, that aren't elite, and mm -hmm. those guys don't win rings when they get paid. So unless mm -hmm. he's going to be elite, then no, he's not ever going to win as a starter unless it happens this next year while he's inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And I just look at the year that the 49ers had. Everything was lined up perfectly for them to win. 
Injuries were on their side. The NFC was as down as it has ever been. I think the NFC will be better next year. I can't guarantee that injuries will be on their side. And just climbing that mountain after falling off the way they did is extremely hard to do. So, no, I don't think he will. You're a hater. I know I am. I'm going to be a little more optimistic than you. I think there's a world where Brock Purdy can win a Super Bowl. I think he's got a golden opportunity next year. Now it really sucks that he's in the same era as Patrick Mahomes. That's not fair. But hey, maybe someone else will knock off the Chiefs next year. So he's got a legit chance next year. And as you said, if he starts making $50, $60 million a year, he's not going to win a Super Bowl. But perception changes quickly. I mean, look at a quarterback like Baker Mayfield. He's great. No, he's trash. No, he's pretty freaking good. Like, things can change really quickly. And Brock Purdy could go from being underrated to overrated to underrated again. He could be paid, cut, bounced around, and all of a sudden he winds up on some team in his early 30s and boom, he wins the Super Bowl. Like, he's a good quarterback. And I think he's a little overrated right now. Uh, If he had won the Super Bowl, my goodness. But there could be a world in a year or two where he's underrated. So I'm not going to write that off just yet, but I, I, your logic checks out. Um, he's in the danger zone. He's going to be in the Kirk Cousins zone, and you don't win Super Bowls there. Yeah, I mean, can he win a Super Bowl? Yes, but we're being bold here, Grant. Will he? The answer is no. I don't like being bold. <laughs> All right, let's go real bold. Give me highly, one highly paid or more than one highly paid player the Niners should move on from. Because I can think of two. I can't. I can too. I bet we're thinking the same. Actually, I can think of three, but I I bet we're thinking of the same two. One at a time. Okay. Debo Samuel. Yeah. Sorry. Nothing personal, but he's not getting better. Here's the reality of the situation. These, I was just to say, the reality of the situation is these guys aren't going to be moved on from because their contracts are structured in a way that they can't be moved on from. But for me, if I'm looking at it, I would try to move on from these guys if there was a, a world that exists where their contracts weren't impossible to get past. But Debo Samuel, to me, there's been a lot of talk after the Super Bowl on social media uh, at the 49ers. And I think it's warranted because Debo Samuel kind of started that whole thing last year during the Super Bowl. So you you basically are trying to get the team to cash checks that you couldn't. You were in the biggest game. You got hurt again. You were targeted 11 times. You didn't perform at expectation. And you're paid a lot of money. And frankly, you're not near the level of Brandon Ayuk at this stage in your career. And you're, what, is it going to be tw- Is it gonna be 29 next year or something like that? 28, 29? Yeah. It's going to be 29 in, uh, in January. Yeah. See, no. I, I would move on from Debo. I mean, I would too, even though trading him would come with a 21-plus dead cap hit. Just take just take the hit now and move on because you could get... Forget the dead cap hit. If you keep him, you're spending 28-plus to have him on the team. You could get a lot for him right now. And you could get a whole lot less for him in a year once people really realize that he's declining. And I don't think you need him anymore. When... You didn't have McCaffrey and you didn't have Purdy. He was sort of a a cheat code that helped you circumvent Jimmy Garoppolo. But now you have a Pro Bowl quarterback, the Offensive Player of the Year at running back, um, an all-pro split end, and that's one hell of a group. You don't need a gadget guy. 
Like, honestly, you could trade Debo, start Jawan Jennings at flanker, and he could be one hell of a possession receiver. He could start. He could get six, seven targets more than that a game. And that's a great offense. You're not missing anything by losing Debo Samuel. Like, the jet sweep isn't really a weapon for the 49ers anymore. The end around isn't either. When they put him at running back, nothing really happened. So the whole wide back gadget stuff is gone. He's just a, a wide receiver who catches screens at this point. And, hey, look, he's great at that. But you don't spend $28 million a year on a screen specialist. The Chiefs have like a similar screen specialist who put up almost exactly the same numbers this year in Rasheed Rice making, you know, nothing. So got to go. Yeah, because and it's, t- it's tough because Debo has been my favorite player on the Niners for a while now. But the reality business. is this is a business. Yeah. Business. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah. I was so disappointed in in his performance. And it's not even necessarily his fault, right? He just wasn't... The game plan wasn't built around him. But other side of 30, in the playoffs... I mean, look at his statistics in the playoffs. He's been almost non-existent for big chunks of his playoff career. I thought, I thought, for me, Grant, that he would be the one to perform in this Super Bowl with the whole, we'll be back and we'll be back with a vengeance. It just didn't come to fruition, man. And I like George Kittle. He's matured a lot. He's a lot of fun to watch. And when he's at his best, he's great. But to me, it's it's the whole year early versus a year late. And I'm not saying that George Kittle's washed by any means. I think he could have another great season. But he's closer to the end than he is the beginning. And this team has proven it. It, it can't win as constructed. So why hang on? I'm going to disagree with you. Even though I said two years ago they should trade George Kittle. If I had to pick one on offense, I'd go with Debo over Kittle. Because to me, Debo gets all the opportunities. They force-feed him the ball. You can't say, like, oh, well. Like, what, what I would say for Kittle is he hasn't gotten the targets. Did he have a bad game in the Super Bowl, or did Kyle forget about him? Did Was IU quiet in the Super Bowl, or did Kyle forget about him? Was he Debo-focused? I don't know. Maybe he wasn't great in the Super Bowl, but I know that Debo Samuel was definitely not great in the Super Bowl. I know that. And I know that Debo Samuel's way more replaceable than a top-tier tight end. Those are tough to find. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, not, not a sentimental league. D- uh, Kittle's getting old. Okay, go defense. Man. Because I have one. They, they got to choose one of those two defensive tackles, either one, whether it's Armstead or Hargrave. Who would you choose? I would choose. Oh, God, I don't know. I do. I would have said Armstead, but man, Hargrave, what did Hargrave do this year? I, honestly, what was, I, okay, but man, he disappeared at big, big times. Armstead came in with a torn meniscus and a hurt foot. Again, he may not be able to stay healthy, so that might be the right choice. But dude, in the Super Bowl, absolute menace again. Sure. Armstead has been the kind of player who'll give you three or four great games a year. Great games. He gets hurt every year. He misses a, a quarter or a half of... No. He has plantar fasciitis. That's not going away. Torn meniscus? No. No. Give me Hargrave. Armstead is, again, when he's at his very best, he's the best player in the field. Best player on the field. That's like two to four times a year. And, man, I don't. I think his body's breaking down. He had four years where he didn't miss a game. Legendary. That's way behind him. We're talking about older players whose body's breaking down. He's number one on my list. Armstead. He's making okay, 28 million next year, man. 28. Yeah, that's a lot of money. 
It's a lot of money. Great player. Yeah. He he is. No, he is. He is. I uh again, I want to be clear, I'm not saying get rid of all of these players. No. Out of the players that we mentioned, though, you got it. I would choose one of them and move on from them. You and you Look, can't move on you, from all of them because the salary cap hits are too much. You just, it's just not feasible. Maybe you can't. I don't know. Maybe you keep Debo and, and Armstead, but they can't be each making twenty eight million next year. That's more than ten percent of the cap. Like you shouldn't be giving that to any player, let alone non quarterbacks. It's what's the point Debo's of having the number one choice? Debo's the number. Yeah, one what's choice. the point of having a quarterback on a rookie deal if you're just gonna wildly overspend for players who are injury prone and injury prone and so, injury prone and injury prone? So look, we're gonna get that. back into the tough questions. But we're going to take a little interlude for our sponsor, Sleeper Fantasy, uh, which the link is in the description. Let's get right into it. Let's do some basketball picks because football's over. So hold on. Uh, boom. And then one more. I made this myself, kind of. Actually, it's legit. So this is Sleeper. You can see it on the... I'm linked my phone up. How How technologically savvy is this just scrolling through <laughs> and what's cool about sleeper is if you want to you know wager on steph curry you could go to points rebounds assists points rebounds and assists just points and rebounds like there's all kind of cool they have they got it all so curry we get that free one that half a point they're playing tonight playing the, the clippers so we take that yeah i would take the easy half a point all right uh Draymond. How about assists for Draymond? Mm. No. No. Wait, is that assist. a assists and rebounds? No, assists. Six and a half. I know. I just saw the 13 and a half. Do you want... I, I mean, they'll cut it up any way you want it at Sleeper. Yeah, but was that was that assists and rebounds or was that points and assists? Assists. Let's see. Assists and rebounds. And 13 they and a half? Do, yeah. Give me more. You're all over that. Mm-hmm. Boom. All right. Anyone else in the war? You want to do uh, Kaminga? Mm. Points. Who you like? Westbrook. A tough one. Paul George. James Harden. Clay Thompson. Let's do Harden. Let's do Harden. Harden. Okay. Just Points. because he was wearing a uh, Joe Montana jersey, and I posted today that that's why they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's his What's his points and assists? Uh, points and assists. Twenty nine and a half. Ooh, let's go less. Less. What's cool about Sleeper too is like if you want some uh, research, you can click on the player's name. Like I'll do it real quick, and it'll show like stats from the last five games. So Draymond's rebounds the last five games. Anyway, oh, neither okay. here nor there. How about Clay Thompson? Three pointers made. Two and a half. Mm, less. Kind of a less. Damn. Sorry, Clay. <laughs> All right, I want to do Kaminga. Points for Kaminga, 19 and a half. Oh, you take this one. I'm not taking... I don't want to touch Kaminga. Go ahead. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't... He's I don't know. I don't... Yeah. On that team. I I'm going you. more on Kaminga. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just don't have a feeling either way. All right, one more. Let's do one more. Don't put me in that box. I'm putting you in that box. Who you like? <laughs> Paul George. Uh... Points, rebounds, and assists. What's the total number? 34 and a half. Let's go more. More? 
So confident. I love it. I'm making a wager. I'm putting my own <laughs> my own money on this. View entry. Confidence uh, doesn't mean that you're winning, by the way. $10. Yes. Let's do it. Submit the entry. Woo! I did it. It was that was easy. Hey, For if you guys want to do that, download the app. You gotta download it on your phone. Use promo code Colin, C-O-H-N, and get uh, a deposit match up to $500. That's incredibly generous. Up to $500 over at Sleeper. So let me back out of this. That's a high deposit match. That's a very high deposit match. All right, back to our show. Will Brandon Ayuk be back on the 49ers? He better be back on the 49ers. <laughs> he better be back on the 49ers if they want any shot next year. I, I do. I think he'll be back. I know that there's a lot that came out in the last 24 hours or so from his girl and his best friend and him. I just think he's hurt. I, I do. I think he's hurt. And he feels like if the ball was in his hands, he could have made plays to win the Super Bowl. And I agree with him. I, I think that that is also a possibility. He knows he's about to get paid. And regardless, let's let's say the 49ers don't give him what he wants. He's on his fifth year option. The 49ers aren't going to just let him go. Mm-mm. So, no, I, I think that uh, I think that Brandon Ayuk will be back this next year. I think so too. And it, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of how he leverages this because um, Debo tried to leverage, right? He requested a trade, but he pretty much backed down and ended up taking a deal that might've been worse than what he could have gotten had he not said anything. He didn't have that much leverage because he only had one great year. Bosa pretty much wrote his own check and waited until the very end to cash. Like he didn't even come to to training camp. I don't think Ayuk can do that. I don't think he can do that. I don't think he will do that. I don't know how much leverage he really has. He's not going to sit out the season. Um, I just wonder, like, is this going to go down like the Buckner situation where they make him an offer and I was like, look, this is disrespectful. Um, let's just break up. And the Niners say, cool. Yeah, let's let's trade you now and get a, a pick and get a, a rookie. Is that It could go that direction. I mean, Debo almost went that direction, but they didn't. They didn't get what they the offer they wanted on on draft night. I think it might be different. I don't know. What do you think? Is could he get right. traded on draft night? Like you know, or before it, like Buckner? Well, I'll, I will say this: I don't think he's going anywhere. But we just talked about guys that we would move on from, and how nearly impossible it is to move on from them. Ayuk is the most easily tradable asset that they have. Every yeah. single dollar that he has paid this year is fully guaranteed, which means none of that goes on the 49ers books if they trade him. They take zero cap hit by trading him. So if you're going to move on from someone, he is the easiest to do that because you're not going to have any backlash on your salary cap. And he's coming off of a very good season, which means his value is at an all-time high. And he's younger than somebody like, say, Debo Samuel. So I think... He's the most movable asset. I still don't think he goes anywhere. But yeah, he certainly could be moved. I think it would be a big mistake for them to move him. Um, I still think it was a mistake for them to trade Buckner, but it's one thing to trade a defensive tackle. 
you know, he'll have what six, seven, eight sacks a year, some good plays against the run. Different trading a wide receiver who just went for 1,300 yards. Like, that's a guy who makes multiple plays a game who fans love. I think that'd be a emo- they have an emotional, more of an emotional tie in with him than with, than with Buckner. And I just don't think you can trade him. He's too good. I mean, all the things I would say about Buckner, he's ascending, he's young, he outperformed his draft slot, he's better than you thought he would be, he blocks, he fits in your culture, he doesn't complain, like, he does everything right, and you're going to trade him. For two years, I said he should have been a captain. I'll bet you this, I'll bet you that once he gets his extension, he'll be a team captain. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, I I think he's coming back. And so, I'm trying to keep that in mind this offseason when... He potentially requests a trade and things get weird. This happened with, D- with Debo. Mm-hmm. And Debo came back and everyone forgot. He's still best friends with Kyle and he still gets all kind of targets and there's no fallout from that whole offseason. That was quite awkward. Very awkward. I don't think Ike's will get that awkward. I don't think the Niners are going to let him go. It's not in their interest. They could trade him for a rookie. But don't, the reason they made that trade off with Sanders is that Emmanuel Sanders was done. He was done. They had no choice. It takes wide receivers a while to learn this offense. Debo talked about it. I talked about it. You can't just guarantee that a rookie's going to step into this team and just learn it all and be ready to go and then you can trust him. Can't you there's no guarantee. Shanahan doesn't trust many rookies. But also, can we talk about the strategy the 49ers have when it comes to extending these players and how they mm-hmm. wait as long as they do? We now have pretty good evidence from the last two big extensions that they've done in Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa that waiting is not the way to go because you're trying to get the best out of that player. Debo Samuel, who didn't want to train because he, or at least train the way he normally would because he didn't want to get hurt before he got paid and makes a ton of sense, by the way, came in out of shape and he said he was out of shape and was disappointed with his play at the end of last season. Nick Bosa was very candid when asked about did his contract situation play into maybe a down year, and he said it did. It absolutely did. So you now have two players of recent memory getting paid and telling you that because they were paid late, essentially, they were not the player that they are expected to be. Please don't make the same mistake with Brandon Ayuk. You know you're going to pay him anyways. Get it done, get it done early so that he can get himself in football shape and be ready to go. Brandon Ayuk is the type of player that probably is not going to let himself go, but we Nick Bosa is the same thing, Grant. This guy is a workout freak. Oh, one thing we know about Bosa, he can come in the day before the first game and he'll be Nick because he is this and he is that and he's always in shape and you don't have to worry about him. Doesn't matter. He still said it impacted his season because it happened so late. So don't don't do that again. The one thing with Ayuk is like projecting forward. He's a he's an ex receiver. He's your deep threat. Will he you know lose a step in the next few years? Would you move him over to flanker? Would he be more of a possession receiver? Anyway, doesn't matter. He'd be great either one. He could play any position. He's got to come back. The Niners would be really really foolish to let him go. Um, I don't think they will. Let's knock out some super chats. Fish and Chips says Jed York is a cipher and Kyle Shannon takes full advantage. Okay. Okay. Jewish guy says Papa Cone, better father teacher than Mike Shanahan. 
Well, I can only speak to I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, a good dad. He was a good yeah. dad. Flav says Niners need someone to generate new excitement, confidence, and a belief that they're going to be better next year. Bullocks ain't it. You know who else ain't it? Chase Young. <laughs> Maybe they can get someone else. Austin Cross, if they come out with that boombox next season, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> They're coming out with Hang the in there, buddy. They're going to. Boxing Fan Times forces get Jim Schwartz out of the Browns. That way you won't lose to him anymore. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Gregory Young, Kyle Shanahan just trying to shift the blame. Fans in, fans in Ohio uh, need to pr protest outside the York's houses chanting, bring Eddie back. We'll never win with Kyle Shanahan and Jed. Sucks for the players following a charlatan. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Wow. It does feel like shifting blame though. Like you 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 fired Wilkes now. Because it was yeah. his fault. That's why they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't bloody understand how Harbaugh can lose the locker room quickly, but Kyle hasn't. I don't freaking understand how the players can play for this coach who cost them two Super Bowls. Well, I want to see if they go to Cabo with them. Who goes to Cabo with them? They haven't played for him. They haven't played for him yet, right? They, he, yeah. Crazy Rod says, what about Rex Ryan as DC? No. You could No. <laughs> he hasn't coached in 10 years. No. Yeah. No, he's a personality. Jewish guy, I want, I want Bill as head coach and force Kyle Shannon to be OC or DC. Yeah, Kyle. I mean, look, that would be great, but that's not going to happen. But you're the OC. What do you say? We're going to develop you. Yeah, we're man, gonna sit you. We're gonna sit you on the bench. Ten years, you might be good. We're gonna put you up. We're not giving up on you. Um, Flav says Belichick might be crazy enough to want to immerse himself around Kyle's just to know exactly how to stop his offense. The thought of him being there to help manage games and breed confidence, if you can do it. Okay, the idea of Belichick being Kyle's underling to me is insane. But even if he were into it, I, if I were Kyle, I'd be suspicious. Like, why? Why do you want to be on my staff? underneath me like you're trying to take my job right no go away hell no yeah no. i mean i would love to have bill belichick I, I mean that's that's an obvious yes if you could bring him in as a dc but i just i don't know i could be wrong and i hope that i am but i just don't see it i, I just feel like him and kyle would be oil and water man night tide says was supposed to close a deal at work today got my final meeting with the client couldn't close but my goss but my boss gave me an opera uh, gave me a promotion anyways sorry i didn't read that well it was funny. Nice. It was funny. You, you got well the Jed York treatment. Chris Tallarico says Kyle won't go with anyone that won't run the wide nine. He didn't say that today. Yeah. But we'll see. Mark Jacobs says, I want proven winners. Don't want to get punked by Kyle Shanahan. Billy B. Oh, okay. Official BNA <laughs> oh, Music 88 says, I hope Brock Purdy isn't on the highway to the cousin zone. Oh, gosh. No. Jorgen1990 says, Grant, if Kyle Shanahan won, would he have finally been able to sit at the grown-ups table, yours and your dad's analogy? Yes, but he didn't. Crazy Rod 16 says, Brock Purdy, only have one year to win the Super Bowl, then his money will change the team dramatically. Yeah. Next year's kind of important. Shreddy Murphy, best comp I've heard for Kyle's situation is Jim from American Pie. Again, was mad at first, but seeing how he looks lately, I see a man who needs help. Yeah, I, that's, that's true. As I said that yesterday. It's remember because he, he broadcasts the whole thing to his friends. Team, is, team. In retrospect, that's <laughs> against the law what he did. Absolutely. <laughs> totally against the law. Whoa, he's in trouble. He's going to get arrested. They should make American yeah. Pie 4 redone. Oh, you're arrested. The movie ends after 15 minutes. Yeah, it'd and be great. 
Yeah. And you have to drop out of school. And Tevin Smith says, Kyle Shane wants a yes man for DC. Well, then hire Bullocks. No offense to Bullocks, but what's he going to say? Crazy Rod 16. Could JY secretly have uh, Eddie DeBartolo run the team next season? He needs help for a Super Bowl win. Yeah. He's going to secretly give his power to someone else. That's what people do. Chris, thank you. 808 Niner. It's time to scrap the wide nine. They ain't beating any AFC team playing zone. And for Bosa, dude always gives up big run to his side because all he does is crash down, never stays home. KC got him last year, too. Mm. Facts. Facts. They, they know how to beat the 49ers. I will say that. They definitely know how to beat the 49ers. Well, coach team, Chris Alarigo. I tried to move Debo, Bosa, Kittle, Armstead, Kyle. Oh, man, you could trade Kyle for a, for a lot. Two ones, two twos. Yeah. You got a great quality control coach just waiting to lead this team. I think I think the team would really respect me and play for me. If I got up there. Yeah, I think so too. Sport. I've never coached it either. But I talk a lot of shit. You guys all know me. <laughs> what do you like about <laughs> Kyle? He keeps it honest, right? I can do that. Just without any actual <laughs> football background. What do you say? Let's, let's win yeah. this together. Together. <laughs> Together on three. <laughs> Chris says Super Bowl window fast closing twenty twenty four is year of the injury. Hey man, twenty twenty four is the end of the of the of the window as it's constructed. Bill Belichick, if you can hear us, please save us. Obi Wan Kenobi, say help us, Obi Wan Kenobi. Mark Jacobs, BP needs wide receivers that are great at routes. Trade Debo. Mm. KC O-line, zero holding calls in three Super Bowls. KC tackles most penalized this year. Same rev crew as 2019 Super Bowl. Can any DC in the NFL stop KC if they're allowed to play by different rules? That's a fair point. Like, I don't even want to get into the refs, but that's a fair point. And you got to give Will credit for give, giving up only 19 points considering that. Sorry. Well, and seven of it came right after a, a botched kick. Wilkes must so. be so pissed right now. Can you imagine? How no, mad gotta be pissed. Steve Wilkes is. You bring me to this team. You don't let me make any of my own decisions. You tell me what to do every step of the way, how to act, where to be, what to call, and then you fire me. After I do a good job in the Super Bowl. Thanks. Watch Thank him you. end up on the Rams or Seahawks staff. Look, I don't know about Wilkes. Then you'll know he's I pissed. Wilkes, I would not like Kyle Shanahan. I would not like him. I would have very strong negative feelings towards that man. Whoa. Great head coaches do more with less. Kyle can't with the best. That's succinct and true. Chris Tallarico, I think, I think they move Brandon Ayuk. They shouldn't when they have done every... Uh, they shouldn't when they have redone what they should on the roster. I can't read. I tried. <laughs> when have they ever done what they should on the roster? Oh. When have they ever done what they should with the roster? Why am I tripping today? Too much sauce says Ernie Johnson, Rich Eisen, and Dan Patrick are all the same person and it keeps me up at night. <laughs> so I don't even know who Ernie Johnson is. Neil says, "Weird how BA and Defo have same B day." Wow. Whoa. Chris Hamizi says, "Shanny Shanny could have put this game away if he planned to use both downs and get four measly yards on third and fourth at the end of the fourth quarter. He has no cojones." Yeah, yeah. They could have ran on those third downs that he passed because whenever he passed in this game, there were like all these free rushers, and you know. People keep blaming Spencer Burford for this loss. It's like, he's like, okay, I blocked the wrong guy. Whoever he blocked, the other guy was going to be unblocked. It wasn't Spencer's fault. It was a design he took accountability. Issue. He took accountability, but am I wrong? 
There were two. He could have taken Chris Jones or the linebacker, 20. I think it was, maybe it wasn't a linebacker. I think it was Justin Reed. Some guy was getting to Purdy un unblocked. So put it on Spencer Burford, but it's not his fault. Jerry Price, proud of the team, not Fred, disappointed in Kyle. <laughs> not Fred. Kev F says, said it before, Niners equal James Harden Rockets. Agree. Shannon equals D'Antoni. Agree. Mahomes equals Curry. Debo equals Harden. Wow. Chiefs equals Dynasty Dubs. JTL keeps saying Kyle Shannon, not a genius. I don't think you can call him a genius. That's a that's that's a lot. A genius. Well, He's can a we genius say this? Finding ways to lose Super Bowls for sure. Let's look at people who have traditionally been labeled geniuses throughout the history of the world. They're all a bit socially awkward and can't really go based off of feeling in the moment. Kyle Shanahan kind of fits that description. Because he's a genius when it comes to the, the play design and all those things. But when it goes off the human emotion in the moment and making quick decisions that need change, he can't do it. So maybe he's a genius. I think there's a certain amount of, I don't know, creative creativity that goes along with genius. And I know he expresses it with his play designs, but he doesn't express it in the moment on the field as a head coach. So I feel like he's a little bit more of a robot than a genius, like a high-functioning robot. Mm. You know, a robot you could program. Give him a Does he, w when he goes in to sign into a website and it says, are you a robot? He has he trouble. Can't. He's like, I can't. It's I like, don't. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's me every time. We all know he's gone. <laughs> BA had too many game-saving catches to be let go. Mike drops with Monsters. Uh, take confirmed Jed is little bro with unplugged. Controller. <laughs> <laughs> loser Kyle Shanahan, nice one. Chris Tallarico says hoodie would be a bad idea because he brings his bad coaching staff with him. He had Patricia as an OC. That is, yeah. uh, he, he would have to look. I'm not saying just hire him. I would say maybe talk to him and ask right, who would be your staff. And if he says Matt Patricia, just hang up. You just hang up. Johnny C. Preacher nails better pop than pop banana hands. Whew. Crazy Rod, BA is. I'm not going to get after his dad. His dad skills. <laughs> I don't know. Trade, but he's the true number one receiver. He is. Austin says we didn't fire Wilkes because of the Super Bowl. We had the number one D in the league last year, and it was our liability this year. That's a scheme issue. Liability. They were the number three defense in the NFL in points. Liability per game. Charlie Sinclair. Yeah. I hope Kyle hires Brandon Staley for the memes. Okay. Chris says Kyle is Charlie Brown in the NFL is Lucy. It's sad and amusing to see this happening over again. You want him to finally kick the ball, but he never will. I find it amusing, but I don't root for this team. Marcus D says, perfect scenario is to let Shanahan coach game one through the NFC Championship, but bring someone else in to coach the Super Bowl. <laughs> Shanahan <laughs> coaching syndrome, just run the ball. Mike drops with Monta. Kyle and Brock would net three ones. Bill, three firsts, uh, and Eric Bietemi sounds better than coach Narcissist, and Grant gave me crap for calling him that in 21. Now look. <laughs> Ah, you said it. I feel for Wilkes continues to get the shaft. Pause. Chris Sims says, trade BA for picks and draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. Just saying, shout out to Grant. That guy's going top five. Yeah, there's no way. Mike drops right after halftime half adjustment. Kyle, two, three and outs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Price, Grant, what's that? Uh, that's what happens when yes men work for guys like Kyle. LOL, Jimmy did it too. Did everything Kyle wanted and got fired and humiliated. It's true. Gregory Young, Kyle Shannon, decision to pass on third and four at the nine is akin to Carroll not using Lynch in the Super Bowl. Just as scathingly bad decision as that. Kyle Shannon owned that loss. I was walking, again, I keep 
going back to this, I was walking out of the hotel that morning, the next morning, next to a couple Chiefs fans. And I said, did you guys ever think you're going to lose? And they said, no, no, of course not. But, but when they passed on third and four, we were really happy. We really didn't want them to run. And they didn't. Thanks. So, okay, we'll, we'll get the rest of the Super Chats in a minute. And then we'll get them now. Kyle Staley, Brandon Staley, was considered a genius. No. Kyle Chen is a genius. Con Jen with his extensions. I'm saying there is some genius to Kyle. Imagine Fred shadowing Kelsey every third down. That really oh pissed gosh. you off. Dazza says, how does Kyle Chen stop going to certain players like CMC against the Ravens, but then continues going to Debo when he's not doing anything in the Super Bowl 3 of 11? You had BA and Kittle. I'll never get it. He always makes these adjustments. He doesn't see what's happening. Like when Debo was killing it in 2019 and 2021, went away from him. But this year he tried to go back. Like he wasn't going to make that mistake again later. It's just like he doesn't go hurry up offense unless he's got his backup quarterbacks in. That is a fact. <laughs> Will the Niners be the number one seed next season? Man, this one is really tough, Grant. No. They're still going to be the best roster, but I don't think so, man. I no. don't think so. I don't think no. so either. No, they're an older team. They're, they, their season went longer than any other season in the NFC. Um, no. No, they have a really tough schedule next year where they got Buffalo and Kansas City. They're still going to be really good. They could be a two-seed or a three-seed, but they're not going to get that uh, first-round bye. This was their year. They did it all right. Did they win their division next year? Yes. They better. They freaking better. I would understand if the Lions had a better record than them next year, but if the Rams have a better record than them, that Rams would be a Rams have $40 million in cap space. I don't know. Saying it wouldn't be that crazy. I don't know if it would be that crazy. It wouldn't be great, but it could happen. It wouldn't be great, but it could happen. For sure. I think they'll win their division, but I don't know that they're the number one seed. And the Lions, speaking of cap space, uh, about 48 million. So they'll be better. Should the Niners keep or cut Jake Moody? Dude, get that guy off this roster, please. Gotta go. Gotta go. I can't do it anymore. The, he missed a kick of some sort in every playoff game. We literally went from a guy who had never missed in the playoffs to a guy that yeah. just misses in the playoffs. Yeah. Every game. Some sort of miss. Yeah, I no. I, I can't. You got to be able to rely on your kicker. I mean, that's huge. It's such an advantage for those teams that can do it. it was, Kansas City, it was just such an advantage to know that your guy is going to hit everything. Everything. So, no. I, I lo Listen, great leg. It, see, it seems like when it's 50 and above, he doesn't think. And he just kicks, and it's good. Yeah. Anything under 50 where he doesn't have to use most of his leg, he thinks about it and he misses. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't trust him. So I would cut him. Yeah. I mean, they didn't want to develop a, a quarterback, right? You're not in the business of developing a kicker. You're a Super Bowl contender and you can't afford the guy to miss a freaking PAT. And really, you shouldn't be settling for 55 yard field goals anyway. You should be going for it on fourth down. What you need is a guy who can make extra points. This guy missed too many. I know he had a lot in a row. No, he got to go. Sorry. Everyone who had like a direct, who wasn't super essential, had a direct hand in this loss, needs to go. Moody, Ray Ray, uh, Feliciano, Feliciano, just for talking. Just for yeah. talking. Gotta go. Sorry. He's, man, that was weird. That whole yeah. thing was bizarre. 
sorry, like this is a very traumatic time for the core of this team and you're not part of that core and you're making this more traumatic, go. Yeah, I agree. Give me the biggest reasons the Niners didn't win this game. Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's three of them. Okay. One of them is preparation. And we talk about the overtime rules. That one's obvious. They clearly didn't know. At least the team didn't know. And they weren't fully prepared for it. Kansas City, Kelsey talked about how they went over overtime, what they would do in that situation every week before their playoff games. Yeah. And he said they did it three times in the two weeks that they were off before the Super Bowl. And it's funny because there's a coach in Philadelphia in Sirianni that we all make fun of. And Jason Kelsey thought it was so crazy that the 49ers decided to receive the ball that he reached out to Sirianni, he said, and was like, can you believe these guys? Like, Even Sirianni would have had a plan in those in that situation. So I think they were underprepared. Also, you look at Purdy saying he was surprised at how much man defense the Chiefs played. They were top 10 and playing. Yeah. Yeah. Top 10. And then they were number two in man defense EPA. So uh, preparations one. I would say the stars not coming through offensively. You had Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo, for whatever reason, underperform. And even Trent Williams killed the drive pretty much all by himself by having a holding penalty. Uh, and what did he have? A false start right before that. So back-to-back penalties, 15 yards. Mm-hmm. And then CMC killed the first drive with his fumble. So the offensive stars didn't come through. And then the last one would be special teams blunders. You missed an extra point. You fumbled the ball or it hit Luter's foot. That turned into seven. Those are the three main reasons for me. It's funny. I, I, I would have to give another one. Those are great. You got them all. The offensive stars didn't come through. You're right. CMC wasn't great. Debo wasn't good. Kittle, I mean, wasn't there. And he got hurt. What's frustrating is you got exactly what you should have gotten or expected to get out of Brock Purdy, in my opinion. And you still yeah. didn't win. That's frustrating. But the guys who showed up, Jawan Jennings showed up. My goodness. Yeah, Jawan Jennings showed up. And Ayuk did too, in my opinion. He just didn't get as many opportunities as he deserved. I mean, he was wide open on that third down in regulation. Wide open on that slant. And he was wide open on the uh, blunder from Burford. Yeah. And so blunder. So in each case, he did his job. He could have been the hero. Each case. So... He showed us all the more reason for him to be the one person you don't get rid of this. <laughs> all the more reason for him not to be the guy. Can't do you it. You already scapegoat one guy. Please don't let him be the other guy you say wasn't quite. He showed up. <laughs> he did. He showed up. I understand where he's coming from. Maybe you keep it to yourself, but he didn't say anything publicly at his locker. All he did was cry. It's pretty authentic. I understand. That was hard to watch. I didn't understand what he was doing at first. Like, he's standing there with the glasses on, so you couldn't really get it. And at first, I thought he was like, I don't know, being standoffish. And then I was, you realize maybe 30 seconds in, oh, damn, he's crying. Okay. Well, to me, I I mean, I thought pretty early on that that's what he was doing because 
he he was like swaying back and forth, like pacifying himself. Almost, yeah, you know what I mean, rocking was, back and forth, trying to pacify was, himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hard to watch. At first, I was like, okay, he doesn't want to talk about this contract thing, so he's gonna stand up there and be kind of difficult. Mm -hmm. But it was like, nah, no, that's not what he's was on his mind. Interesting. Should the not should fans be okay with the 49ers losing to Patrick Mahomes? I mean, Kyle Shanahan went to that excuse real quick after the game. Like, look, I know I keep losing Super Bowls, but I'm losing to the, the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So give me a break. <laughs> you had a chance to get the greatest. You had a chance to get both of them. Uh, That's uh, the crazy part. The guys uh, that you lost uh, to, you had a chance to get both of them. The irony in that is wild to me. So no, absolutely not. Fans should not be okay. You had leads in both of those scenarios. Did you know that that the rest of the league is four and forty nine in Super Bowls when trailing by at least ten points at any time in the game? Four and forty nine. Kyle Shanahan teams that are going against. Uh, Teams that he coaches are three and zero in that same scenario. Oof. Four and forty nine in history, and they're three and zero versus Kyle Shanahan. It's brutal. I know one one of them was a coordinator. I get it. The other two were a head coach. That's wow. <laughs> it's brutal. I don't care who's on the other side. You you can't lose those games. So no, they shouldn't be okay with losing to Mahomes. No, and I, no, because I mean maybe maybe four years ago you, you got say, blown man, out. Maybe, like, man, Mahomes was just too good. He put up 31. He scored 21 points in, like, seven minutes. I, what are you going to do? It was shock and awe. They just, this time, Mahomes had moments, but the Chiefs offense wasn't great. Like, the Niners, ever, why are the Niners so upset right now? Because they know that they should have won the game and that the reason they didn't is because their head coach wasn't fully abreast of the rules. I mean, it's the worst way you could lose a Super Bowl. It's the worst way you could lose. I can't think of a more embarrassing, painful way to lose a Super Bowl. You were favored. You were winning. You had you won the freaking coin toss, and your coach made the wrong choice in a 50-50 choice. Made the wrong choice. Could have thought about it. The Chiefs were laughing at him. Man, that's rough. That's really Ref super asked Fred Warner if he was sure. I mean, you that's, that's just... Sure? For the rest of their lives, that'll be nagging at them. Like, we were the better team. Our coach didn't know the rules. And then we had to cover for him afterwards. We had to be like, actually, you, we didn't know the rules. Do you really think the 49ers feel that way? The players? I mean, they should feel that way, but do you think they genuinely feel that way? Yeah, I do. I mm. do. I think a lot, because it's so embarrassing what happened. It's embarrassing. Your team, I mean, the Chiefs are, you saw the Kelsey clip, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Jason, yeah. Travis Kelsey's like, I mean, he gave us the advantage. I mean, <laughs> right. So you're embarrassed as hell. You got embarrassed in overtime. And are you going to accept responsibility for that or say, yeah, it's on our coach? Coach didn't tell us. Coach told yeah, them. Coach, Andy Reid was all over it. That's what blows my mind the most is Kyle just refuses to accept responsibility. He always shirks responsibility in these games. I don't understand it. I don't understand how that's accepted. It's like that at home. That's <laughs> yeah. the there, though. But does someone who just never takes responsibility for everything, anything, 
It's not my job. I didn't do that. Ever. No, it's not my fault. It's your fault. That's hard. I, yeah, it's hard to work with someone hard. who's never wrong. It's hard to trust someone who's never wrong. Ever? You're never wrong. I'm wrong all the time. Here's my like thing with respect someone better if they can be the first person to be like, look, I have high standards. I'm good at my job, but this thing I was wrong at, that thing I was wrong at, that's someone I can trust. Here's my thing with Kyle is I'm not saying this is true, but maybe it is. Maybe he accepts responsibility in front of his team. And as long as he's doing that, that's really, truly what matters. I have a hard time believing that's the case, but maybe that is the case. Maybe he accepts full responsibility there. And that's the right thing to do. And then when he gets up in front of you guys, he just doesn't like it and is an a-hole. And that's fine if that's the case. I just don't believe that that's likely. I don't think it's likely either. Um, does Shane equal Marv Levy? No one remembers him. Who? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know, man. No. that's No, man. Kyle Sandahan is Kyle Sandahan. He's very unique. He's the head. He's the son of a three-time Super Bowl champion, and people think he's better. A lot of people think Kyle's better than Mike ever was. Cool. All right. He's got some. I mean, he's already been called a genius. He gets accolades that only that, that people have to earn. He's already gotten them because he showed promise. That's Kyle Shanahan. I've never seen anyone like it. Like the NFL is almost becoming his story. He's the most interesting man in the league. This is a is a good question if we frame it a, another way as well. We got a lot of Niner fans that are like, oh, God, I mean, without Kyle, we were losers, and you know how many teams would take him, and we should be just thankful to have Kyle and all these great things. How do you think Bills fans think about Marv Levy? You think they give a damn that they got to four Super Bowls and didn't win any of them? No. I mean, I'm sure that they think he's a good coach. They don't hate him by any means, but I think they're just, like, proud of that era. No. no. Absolutely not. No. Um, Chris, they win the division, but not the NFC. Players haven't started retiring yet. Everyone over 30 is broken and thinking about it after that loss. Mm. Yeah. Khalil Kemp, tuning in a bit late, but I just wanted to say, if only Wilkes ran the ball in the third quarter and went for it on fourth down, we would have won the Super Bowl. Glad he's gone. Oh, wait. Agree with you, Khalil. Keith Murphy, I don't want to rewatch any game or, or highlight. Sick. Fish and chips, mm. Grant. Did you insult Debo's dog or what? I don't know. He lost the Super Bowl. Chris Tallarico says they lost because on third and four from the nine, he chose to pass and settle for a field goal. Kittle, Bosa, CMC, BA, absolutely feel that way. Cabo crew got smaller. I want to know about Cabo. <laughs> D-Bugs, humble brag, my girl is related to Ronnie Lott. That's pretty sick. Related it? Related it. Related Gregory it. Young, not taking away anything from the Chiefs, but how fortunate for Reed and company to face Kyle Shanahan twice. <laughs> Judge said Bill uh, Casey for helping make a dynasty. That's cynical, but I thought that too. Frank Tom Ocean. These Niners teams are the 2000s Sat Kings. Oh, I enjoyed Ooh. those Sat Kings too. Good team. They're fun to watch. Abu Marco 23. Positive note. Excited to see the Ward, Lenore, Brown, and Huff secondary. Young and very good. That is going to be a good secondary. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Keith Murphy. If the players feel that way, Kyle could lose the room. Yes. Curious to see what happens. Uh, Waiting for an explanation of the third quarter. The defense was playing really well. Kyle Shannon is the O genius, yet we did nothing all quarter or with the turnovers. Oh, you'll get that explanation. Never. Never. <laughs> all right. I got to go. It's seven o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. If I'm, well, there's no game next week. What are you doing? Are you doing anything after this? 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to do a call-in show. Go tap call into Last Second Sports. Sports. Subscribe to it. Subscribe to mine. Remember to download the Sleeper app now and use promo code Cone, C-O-H-N, because I'll like you better if you do. Thank you very much, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow with the coach. Peace.